Thank you for joining us. It's our mission to restore hope and make a positive difference in your life today. Remember to hit subscribe so you can be the first to know when we release new content. Let's go now to today's message. This particular day is very important. It's very uh, strategic. I believe it was designed by the Lord. I believe that it was uh, accelerated our uh, stepping into what we are sitting in now, uh, that God had a plan. How many knows that God's timing is not always your timing? God's ways are not always your ways. His ways are higher. So you might think one thing, but God can shift your mindset when you align your mind with your spirit. And so how many knows that in this season of life that it's important that not only that you stand on what you know, but you get your thoughts in alignment with what you know. And I hear the Lord say that it's time to get our mind in line with Holy Spirit. The Bible says that they turned and journeyed into the wilderness of the way of the Red Sea as the Lord spoke to me. When God speaks to you, how many knows that when He speaks automatically he moves. When God speaks something, there's movement in what he says. It's just, uh, it's up to us to be obedient and get in the flow of what he's already produced and already proclaimed. And so someone uh, told me long ago that a boy loves his mother but follows the voice of a father. How many knows there's something about a son and his father that the son wants to follow the way of the father? The son wants to follow in the patterns. I know that when I was a child, even watching I, just my father do exactly what I'm doing today. I watched him preach the gospel. I watched as the anointing and the power of God would get upon him. And I noticed that there was a difference when the Holy Ghost, I knew it was inside of him, but when it came upon him, as he was preaching the word, how many knows what I'm talking about? You see it come upon somebody. And, and I, I would see that happen, and I, there was something inside of me, even in a young age. Now, I wasn't uh, 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 out, outward spoken. I was uh, very, very much a shy individual, but there was something that, that, that boldness and watching God move like that, that, that enticed me. There was an enticing force. There was something that would draw me uh, to way of the Holy Spirit. And, and my favorite part of the service was uh, there was something that would stir when God would say something. On the inside of me, is anybody else like that, that when God speaks, there's something on the inside of you that it's almost just like you feel that stirring? And that is God trying to stir up inside you what he's spoken over your life. And, and there was something that I loved about hearing the word, but my favorite part was not what I was feeling on the inside, but it was the manifestation of what would happen at the end of the service. There was something in the altars that, that I'd never seen that when somebody would come in full of doubt and full of worry and full of despondency. And I remember one lady that came in in particular and when she would come in, there was depression that was on her. She was downcast. But there was one service that the Holy Spirit, I ain't even got to my notes, y'all. God's doing something this morning. But, but something would happen when she would get into the presence of God, when she would enter into his gates. She had 
had thanksgiving in her heart. And there was one service that as she came in, the Holy Spirit was moving. All of a sudden, the sorrow and the depression that was on her, that heavy weight that she carried, all of a sudden there was a shift and she began to laugh hysterically in the Holy Spirit. And as she was laughing in the Holy Spirit, it became her gift. What the enemy meant for harm and to keep her in a spirit of depression, in a spirit of heaviness, in one moment of way of Holy Spirit, everything began to shift. And all I could remember, I even called this woman joy because every time she entered from that time forward, she had smiles on her face. And when she began to laugh, healing would be released in the room. Y'all ain't hear what I'm saying. There's something that God wants to do. And he wants to do it through his word. How many knows that God is our heavenly father? And we have to understand that as sons of God, the Bible tells us that we are led by his spirit. As many as are led by the spirit, they are the sons of God. And so we are the sons of God being led by his spirit and by his wisdom and by his perspectives and by his counsel and by his direction and by his insight. Why? Because the insight of this world can lead me in the wrong direction. How many knows you can have knowledge of this world, but there's wisdom that comes not from this place, it's from another dimension. And so being led by his spirit is very important. So that's why I have to get my mind in alignment with his spirit. That when he is saying something, I'm not just hearing it only, but I must hear it first and then move on what God has said. The voice of the Father leads and guides by way of Holy Spirit into all truth. How many knows the Holy Spirit leads me into truth? There ain't no other voice that will lead me but Holy Spirit into everything that's true for my life. That's why the enemy wants to counterfeit and he wants to twist and he wants to turn the word of God because if he can get just a little bit of truth to lead you astray, he will do everything that he can, especially in the day and the hour that you and I are living in because he also is a father, but he's not the father of truth. The Bible says, and God said, you've been going in the circle, in the hills long enough. Somebody turn to your neighbor and say, go north. Some of y'all already showed up. But how many knows you can be sitting here but not be here? Come on, somebody. I'm trying to convince you of what you just stepped into. I remember when we started this transition, God put this word in my heart and on a Wednesday night, but this morning I want to talk about the Father's voice and the shift into an assignment that God has over you. And we're going to get into that shift in just a minute. But here in Scripture, Moses is talking about the Father, his, his gyra, his provider. Amanda talked about that, that if there's anything that's in need, it's in Daddy's wallet. You know what I'm saying? It's in his pocket. I, my sons come to me they know that they don't have to go to the the uh, the atm they don't have to go to the bank but they know daddy's got the money in the wallet somebody say daddy's the provider 
And so he's Jehovah Jireh as he is providing. And how many knows that he provides uh, 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 tangible materials and money? When you're walking in the direction of his voice and his word, how many knows that he loves giving good gifts to his children? He loves to give you provision. The Bible said that he wished above all things that you would prosper and that you would, I, I like to say it like this, in this season, I believe that God more than anything wants you to be healthy and he wants you to be wealthy. Come on, somebody. He wants you to be a blessed so that you can be a blessing. Our slogan around here is do more because we love more and, and, and it cultivates uh, the reality of being more. How many knows that in this hour that the body of Christ has to be more? Come on, somebody, and help me. We have to be more than enough. We've showed the world that we can be poor. Come on. We've showed the world that we can be sick and tired. But is there anybody that wants to be be more healed. Come on. Is there any more? Is there anybody in this place that say, I want to be more than enough? Because I can't bless anybody with just enough. I want to be more than enough. Somebody say, do, do more. Love more. Be more. Say it again. Do more. Love more. And be more. And the only way that I can do more and, and the only way that I can love more and the only way that I can be more is to hear his voice and be obedient to what he is saying. And the Bible says we see in time and again that when the voice of the trumpet sounded long and waxed louder and louder, Moses spake and God answered him by a voice, Exodus 19 and 19. And the Lord said unto Moses, Exodus 19, 21, and Moses said unto the Lord, he said unto him, Exodus 19, 24, and God spake. I'm just trying to tell you that God's speaking. He speaks through Moses and Moses uh, is the voice of of a, of a father that God is using him God would speak to Moses and it was a relational it was an intimate place with God that Moses would speak he would go up he took action to get a hold of God to hear God let me tell you something it's important that you get away so that you can hear uh, past all the distractions how many knows you got to hear daddy above all the distractions come on somebody I got to hear daddy's voice above all the distractions because how many knows that there's a a lot of distractions in the day and the hour and I'm just going to go ahead and say this the father's season is now to stand up and to speak up and to be a leading guide for your family I wish I had some help in this place because the enemy has tried to take fathers out of the home but I declare some mighty men of valor in this house I'm telling you the voice of the father will be heard in this season you're going to give good direction you're going to give good correction because you're not just is being led by your emotion but Holy Spirit is leading you Holy Spirit I feel the power of the Holy Ghost saying this right now and I declare that every daddy in this house you're about to be the priest of your home again you're about to apply the blood of the lamb over the doorpost of your home and every sickness is going to leave because there's some men of God that's going to say I will arise and I will stand and be a conduit of what God is speaking over the family. How many knows it starts with the family first? And here in our scripture, we see that Moses is that 
person that, that he, he's reminding Israel in chapter 5 of the, of the covenant made not only for their parents but he, for them when he spoke to them personally out of the fire on the mountain and we see the father who brought them out of the land of Egypt and out of the house of slaves. Hallelujah. How many is glad that you're not a slave anymore but you're a son of God. Hallelujah. You're not a slave to sin but great. I feel the power of God. I'm sorry but I feel the preaching here today. You're not a slave to sin anymore. You're not bound by the law because God has graced you for the space that he is trying to get you to go and I'm here to tell you that there is a special grace for this place. Hallelujah. You're not a slave any longer. You're a son. And Paul wrote, the spirit you receive does not make you slaves so that you live in fear. You're not a slave to live in condemnation. You don't have to hold on to what you used to be. I feel somebody's hearing this today. You don't have to hold on to past mistakes and old habits and haunts because God has something for you to step toward, to step into. Turn to your neighbor and say, you just got to make the step. When you hear, oh, hallelujah. When you hear the sound, make the step. Hallelujah. When you hear the sound, make the, I'm telling you, there's a fresh sound. I can sense it in my spirit going forth. And when you hear the sound of the word of the Father, begin to step in the direction that you're hearing the Father speak. You receive from the sound of the Spirit of the Father. And he says, so that you will live not in fear again. Rather, the Spirit you receive brought about your adoption to sonship. I'm not a slave, I'm a son. Somebody needs to turn your neighbor and say, I'm not a slave, I'm a son. And I know that you're women in this place, but the Bible says corporately we're all sons of God. You're not a slave, you're a son. You're not a slave, you're a daughter in Christ. And the Bible says, and by him we call, cry out, Abba, Father God. He's a good, good Father. <laughs> That's who you are. That's who you are. Hallelujah. That's who you are. And I'm loved by you. That's who I am. That's who I am. Hallelujah. You are perfect in all of your ways. You are perfect in all of your ways. You are perfect in all of your ways to us. Sing that one more time. You are. Yeah. You are perfect. You are perfect in all of your ways to... Come on, sing that again. Your situation may not look good, but he's perfect. Hallelujah. You are perfect in all... You are perfect in all of your ways. You are perfect in all of your ways to... I just feel like singing it one more time. Come on, lift your hands and sing it to him. You are. You are. Yes, you are, Jesus. 
stories of what they think you're like and I've heard many whispers in the love of the dead of night I'm never alone somebody feels alone this morning You're never alone. The Father's looking out for you. He's watching over you. Because He's a good God. He loves you. And He wishes above all things. He's got a purpose and a plan for you. Because He's a good, good Father. It's who you are. It's who you are. It's who you are now. It's who I am. It's who I am. Woo! You're a good, good father. It's who you are. It's who you are. It's who you are now. It's who I am. It's who I am. It's who I am. God is your Father. I want to speak to some fatherless people right now. You're not without the Father. The Bible says that He wished that we would in earthly form be fathers and a reflection representatives of who he is. If you are a father in this house, we, you and I, as leaders of our home, should be representatives of who he is. He became father, Moses became father, and when he spoke, he spoke the words of God. When Moses led Israel, he led where God directed them to go. Every aspect of Moses reflected, watch this, the life of the Father. It reflected the life of God. He wanted the Israelites, as Pastor Amanda's already said, that the father of the Israelites, God, the father of the Israelites, he in the Old Testament wanted them to imitate The leadership of Moses. Why? Because Moses had been in communication with God. And so he was a reflection of what he had been communicating with. In Deuteronomy 18, 18, Moses said, The Lord your God will raise you, watch this, a prophet like me. This is Moses talking. From among your own people. And you must listen to everything he tells you. This Israelite who will lead a man who will be the father of Israel. When John the Baptist was baptizing people down at Jordan, the priests and the Levites, and he asked him, are you Elijah? Are you the prophet? Now, why did he say that? Because they remembered what Moses had spoken. 
There's going to be something that looks like me, hallelujah. It's going to be a prophet. It's your promise. And God had made them remember that Moses, back in Deuteronomy 18, he says, they were looking for the coming Messiah. They knew the Messiah would be the promised prophet. Hallelujah. How many is glad the promised prophet manifested in your midst? The promised prophet in Peter then plainly states later on, he says, Jesus is the prophet promised by Moses, leading God's people, teaching, and Jesus was the father figure. He told Philip, anyone who has seen me, watch this, has seen the father. Hallelujah. There's that reflection. Jesus refused to say anything that the heavenly father had not already stated. He wanted to make sure that it was in alignment with the truth. Jesus began to speak what the father had taught him, John 8 and 28. And in the same way as godly earthly fathers, you and I should be in the same example, in the same reflection. If God's words has said it, so be it. I want you to turn to somebody. If God said it, it shall be done over your life. I'm getting ready to shift right now. If God has said it, that's the truth. That's the yes and amen. And Deuteronomy 5, God told Moses, he said, don't ever uh, veer to the right or the left. But he said, I want you to walk in the route of what I've commanded you. I want you to walk straight and not look to the right and not look to the left. Don't be distracted by your dilemmas. But hear the voice of the Father and begin to walk in that way. And I want to take a few moments to say this and then we're going to shift. But I just want to greet the fathers in this uh, sanctuary today and I want to tell you that God is pleased with your leadership. I just want to tell you because he can even use your imperfections to do his perfect work. I want to say that he can even use your imperfections to lead and to guide and to direct. And I want to tell some fathers today, happy Father's Day. And God is still over you. And he's protecting you and he's leading you. But I'm on an assignment with the word, not just for the fathers, because I don't want to leave anybody out. I don't want to leave the mothers out. I don't want to leave the daughters out today. I don't want to leave the sons out today. But I want to tell you this uh, uh, with an assignment and a word in my mouth uh, that not just just the fathers but whosoever will hear the voice of the father the word of the Lord today that today is a day that if you'll be obedient to what he's declaring over your life I declare that what you've been circling around and you've started to, to, to get, get a glimpse of something on the other side of the cycle that you've been in listen to the voice of God that said there's going to be a shift if you will receive the word of the Lord if you'll be obedient to what he has said I'm here to tell you there's a new location for you uh, hallelujah there's a new direction God's going to, to, to turn you in and, and, and that, that time for you is now I just want you to turn and tell your neighbor that you have been circling some things for season after season after season and let me just tell you we were diligent in the location where we're at I'm just going to bring it into reality for seven years we have been there we're working on the eighth year how many knows what eight represents it represents new location. It represents new beginning. And I'm here to tell somebody that you've been in a season of seven. God had to take you through the process, but he's completing some stuff inside you because he has to get you ready for what he is stepping you into. Does anybody know that yes, we are ready for the sweet by and by, but how many knows that he's going to give you an authority and a power and to occupy until there's some stuff that God has assigned for you to do. 
and I'm talking to the father and I'm talking to the mother and I'm talking to the daughters today to understand that you may be circling around some stuff but he's about to move every obstacle out of your way he's about to remove the distractions because there's a direction that's greater than the distraction I said there's a sound greater than the circumstance that you have been in and I feel many in this house already I know you came ready is there anybody that would say I didn't come just to hear a cute sermon I didn't come just to dedicate the house but I came ready to hear the declarative word of the Lord I came ready to hear the direction of the Holy Spirit is there anybody that would say that's me I'm a witness and I'm ready I'm not going to say where I have been I'm forgetting what's behind me I'm letting go of what I used to hold on to because I can't go forward if I'm hanging on to stuff that I used to hang on to I'm preaching right now somebody give God praise because old things are passing away and I feel a shift in this room I feel a fresh oil being released is there anybody that's in agreement with the shift that's in the sound of the word of God because when he speaks broken things are mended when he speaks scattered things start coming together when he speaks the winds begin to shift when he speaks healing comes in the hospital room when he speaks he begins to mend the marriage when he speaks I begin to surrender and when I surrender he releases the surge is there anybody in this house that has a praise on the promise that you just walked into is there anybody who can believe that you're right smack dab in the middle of what God has predestined for your life if that's you in the house can I get a witness take 30 seconds and praise him like you just lost your mind and Holy Spirit took control of your thought process come on take 30 more before we reset and praise him in this house Come on, praise him, praise him. You've stepped into the new. Somebody say, I'm ready. Slap three people, high five, say, I'm ready. I'm ready for his direction. I'm ready to walk in what he's declared. This is the season. I want you to turn to your neighbor and say, it's turning around now. Everything that looked hopeless late in the midnight hour when you were sleeping, God was working. That's the way God does that when he speaks something. A lot of times I said this last Sunday and I'm going to say it again. I thank God for the day, but I thank God that he said something in my night space because I know that when I was sick and he told me I could be healed I may have had to wait on it but he said those who wait upon the Lord they will be renewed in their strength turn it and say if I can't run through it I'll fly over it (laughs) if I can't run through it he's going to put wings on me Come on, somebody. Anybody ready for some wings on your back? That what you had to trudge through, it's time for you to fly over. That what you had to run through, demons and devils up to your eyeballs. In this season, I'm telling you, there's going to be a lift. I wish I had somebody hearing the word of the Lord that's going to lift you up. 
my, my spirit's going all kinds of directions right now. Because all I can think about is the season that you're in. How many would agree that you're in a prophetic season? you got to believe it's prophetic and not pathetic. Come on, somebody. We're cursing everything that God's declaring. Can I just say that? It's time to stop cursing the men and the women of God who are standing up and speaking the truth. Stop being a spectator and start being a praiser. Come on. Stop being a spectator and start releasing a sound from heaven. I feel the power of the Holy Ghost to tell you the critics will not last in this hour because the glory of God that's getting ready to be released will not be denied. And the way that it's going to happen is not when we come in with the spectator spirit sitting comfortable in our cushion watching for what's going to go wrong. If you came in the house with that kind of spirit, I'm sorry. I may be crazy. You're going to think I've lost my mind, but that's okay with me. I stepped over out of that season of care what everybody thinks about me. I got to do my father's business. And I came to tell somebody that there's a fresh wind blowing. I I felt it hit me in the face when I walked into this place. Is there anybody that will stand on your feet and give God a shout of praise? Come on, stir it up. You've walked around that mountain long enough. You've walked around the season of stagnation, but I feel some healing waters that's flowing in this place. I'm telling you right now, if you can feel the stir, all you gotta do is step in to the stir. I feel something turning down deep on the inside of me. Is there anybody senses the turnaround in your spirit? If you feel it, why don't you physically turn around right now and say this is the season of my turnaround. This is the season of my breakthrough. This is the season of my healing. This is a, somebody turn around one more time and say this is my turnaround season come on turn your neighbor and say the struggle's over the life cycle preach with me the same situation that same season that I've been in. Come on, if you think I'm going to be in the same season that I was in last year, I'm here to tell you, I can't stay there because God moves you from one place of his miracles into another place of a double portion. And I'm here to tell you that there's a double getting ready to hit your house. If you believe it, somebody put a praise. Glory. Somebody say the struggle's over. Whoever will hear obediently to the word. It's one thing to hear. It's another thing to hear with obedience. In this season, you got not to only hear, but you got to be obedient to what he's saying over your life. And it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks about what he's telling you to do. If he said it, he will provide for you. He will make the path straight. He will do whatever he's got to do to get you from point A to point B. I wish I had somebody. I'm thankful for the critic. I'm thankful for the Paninas 
that provoked me into something that I never knew I had. <laughs> I'm talking about Hannah, if you're just wondering where I'm at in the Bible. Because Hannah never knew what she was missing until she was provoked. Let me tell you something. If you're not provoked, it's because the enemy has got you imprisoned. I'm telling you right now, but if you're being provoked, if you've been in a season where all hell has broken loose in your life, get ready, get ready, get ready, because whatever's provoking you is pushing you and propelling you into promise. I wish I had somebody that's been through hell to understand that God is opening up the heavens and he's getting ready to release unto you. Is there anybody that can believe the word of the Lord over your life? There's a shift. There's an opening. There's a changing of the winds. The word that's blowing forth is blowing and I feel that somebody is ready for the change. I feel that somebody has gotten prepared for what God is shifting you into and there's a change in the room. And I, I remember, Bill, you told me a long time ago, you said a change. You was writing a song and you said a change is going to do you good. I feel that in the place. God's about to change some stuff in your life, but the change is going to do you some good. Those hearing, you will walk. Your ministry is shifting. And I heard the Lord say, it's time for your turn. Slap your neighbor across, I mean, high five. And tell them it's your turn. Come on, somebody. Nudge your neighbor and shout, are you ready? It's your turn. Come on. Are you ready? Because it can be your turn, but if you're not ready, you will never receive what God has released. I said, are you ready? Because if you're not ready, you will not receive everything that God has for you. I'm not preaching man's words. I'm preaching the word of God that declares it's your turn. You're about to see a turnaround. You're about to see a miracle. You're about to see the promised land. Sickness, depression is breaking off of you in the name of Jesus. Jesus, the one who lives to intercede for you. Nobody's praying for me. The devil is a liar. There's somebody at the right hand of the Father. My God. I'm talking about in another place that can do more damage than any man can do in this place is praying for you. I feel that right there. If he's praying for you, it doesn't matter if anybody else is praying. It doesn't matter if anybody else is in agreement with where you're going. But I'm telling you, Jesus is at the right hand of the Father interceding, making a way for you. I'm ready for the turn. Turn your ear and say, I'm ready for the turn. I'm ready for the miracle. I'm ready for the promise. I'm hearing the voice of the Father. I know the enemy during this season has done everything in his power to make his voice louder than the voice of truth. And Peter warns us, he said, last day believers, that Satan will come with a loud voice to try and bring fear. But he says this, be sober <laughs> and be vigilant. Because your devil, the adversary, is roaming around seeking whom he's like, like a lion. 
That means he's trying to be because he never was. Come on, somebody. How many knows when you got the real, you can neglect the fake? Come on, when you have experienced Jesus in your life, the enemy can roar like a lion. But when you know the lion's voice, when you know the father, I feel this thing. When you know the father's voice, that roar will devour the little kitten that's in a corner magnifying himself, thinking that he is the thing. But I'm here to tell you the main thing is greater than the thing in your corner trying to intimidate you. You, I'm preaching better than your praising. I'm here to tell you. I wish you'd take 30 seconds and prophesy with your praise and tell little kitten that you have no authority. I got a name that's above every other name. And at the name of Jesus, every demon and devil in hell have to tuck their tail. Yay. Shh. I'm having fun. I hope y'all are. Somebody say, activate the turnaround. We're going to activate the turnaround. That's why I came here today. We're going to activate the turnaround. You're not going to circle. It's time to turn and move. Somebody say, I'm turning and I'm moving. There is a prophetic activation that's getting ready to be released in this place. And your ministry is turning around. Matter of fact, everybody stand to your feet at this moment. I heard the Lord say, I want you to do something that's uncomfortable for them. So while there's no music playing, we're going to play music in just a minute. But as there's no music playing, because you got to learn to do this in your house. you got to learn to do this when you're driving in your car. And God says, I want you to get out of your car and do a prophetic act. Anybody ever had the, you had the church music on, you know what I'm saying? And God told you, pull the car over and give me praise. <laughs> Sometimes you got to turn around when you don't hear the sound. And I know that this is a physical thing, but there's something powerful when we do physically what God is about to do spiritually. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to three times to turn around. And, and as you're turning around, say, this is my season of my turn. This is my season of my turn. Take three. Take three. See, we look stupid, don't we? But it's okay. God wants you to look stupid in this season. Come on. God wants you to do ridiculous things because for him to redirect you, you got to be ridiculous. Come on. You don't have to do what everybody else does, but if you have relationship with him, you will do everything he tells you to do. And they did not doubt when Moses came off the mountain. They didn't doubt the voice that he was hearing. As a matter of fact, they saw and heard the voice for themselves, and they were in awe of God, so in awe that they knew they couldn't touch him. But I'm here to tell somebody that the veil has been rent from top to bottom which means you have full access I wish I had somebody to help me in the Holy Ghost I said you got full access there's been full access granted I wish somebody would turn around and touch your neighbor and say it's your turn now it's time to encourage your neighbor do the turn I'm turning around for my son I'm turning around for my daughter I'm turning around for a fresh anointing I'm turning around for my ministry to be restored I'm turning around let everything that 
that have breath give God praise because God just turned it and what the enemy meant for harm he's working it all together for the good of them who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose if you know you're called can I get a witness I know it sounds like we're at a football game or a basketball game but how many knows team Jesus is where it's at because he always wins somebody give him praise in this house Come on, just lift your hands all over the place. I'm telling you, when you're obediently hearing, when you're not distracted by the noise, when you're not distracted by what you see, when you're not distracted by how you feel, but you're obediently hearing, which means whatever he tells you to do, I'm going to do it. Lift those hands right now. I'm going to speak a blessing over you. Then we're about to release this anointing. Now it shall come to pass. Somebody say now. now. If you diligently obey the voice. We'll stop right there. Somebody say of the Father. To observe carefully all his commandments, which I command you today, that the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth. <laughs> and all these blessings. Whew, I feel the power of the anointing in these words. And all these blessings, somebody say, all the blessings shall come upon you. Somebody say, all the blessings are coming upon me. Come on. All the blessings shall overtake me. Hallelujah. Because I chose to obey and willingly hear the voice of the Lord. Blessed shall you be in the city. Blessed shall you be in the field. Blessed shall you be in the north gate. Come on somebody. Shall you be in the north gate in the field. Blessed shall you be and the fruit of your body and the produce of your ground. Come on. There's some produce coming to some people who are obediently hearing I said there's fruit coming to the faithful if you've been faithful you will be fruitful in this season we hope you enjoyed this word if you would like to hear more messages like this one please take a second and click the subscribe button and for more information on our ministry please visit us at rhctn.com